Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings Experience podcast. I'm your host, Mike. And as uh, Ben just said, call it Mike, Mike on the mic. Um, and of course, with me, <laughs> of course, with me, we've got our uh, director and founder of Rising Kings, Ben Sokeld. Ben, brother, how are you doing? Yeah, good, man. Good to be here. I was, um, I'm just looking out the window here and it's absolutely pouring rain and yeah, I, th- I think most people across, you know, across the news here in Australia understand, you know, see how much uh, rain's really just impacting people at the moment. So just um, shout out to all those people who are affected by it, thinking of you, and yeah, I hope I hope everything's going well with with lives. It's it's full on, man. You know, like I know I know this is in the, our discussion today, but I just wanted to bring up something real quickly. Here's the perfect piece to just show you we just don't have control. Mm-hmm. Like here's Mother Nature just doing her thing and watching as as you know we as humans crumble to her beauty and power. So um, yeah, it was a reminder of me this morning when I was out running um, through some fire trails that were just hammered and you know I couldn't even get across a couple of these little creeks and I was just reminded at the notion of just man you got you got you got to just let go here. Mother Nature rules all. You know, it was that much, like like water wise. Oh, dude, like these little creeks. Like I'm telling you, like yeah. I, I normally ride my mountain bike across them, right? Like you might get get a little bit of a trickle, a little bit of water, but it would have been overhead high, raging really? torrent. I questioned whether I could get across it. Like I was like, should I just fucking try and wade across, swim across this thing? But it was hammering and it was like throwing down across these rocks. And I was by so myself. You didn't tell me. Typically, you could ride your bike through it, but this morning you were thinking about swimming across it. Totally, you, you would almost want a rope on the other side as you went across this thing. At how fast it was going, like it was wow, like a that's crazy, a, 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 a rapid river hammering through a place where you would normally ride in a centimeter of water. Yeah, wow, mental, mental. That that's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, I talked to somebody. I think it was earlier this week or last week that they were, he was saying that he's a key brother. I can't really talk right now. Like my house is flooded, and I'm yeah. like, dude, that's you know. Ho- hopefully everybody's okay and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because yeah, it's 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 crazy right now. So, but yeah, you know, onto today's topic. Um, I've got kids. You've got kids. And and for me, prior to me having kids, I always thought you know leaving a legacy meant you know, you left your kids with a ton of money in the bank, right? And I'm sure a lot of guys sort of grew up with the, you know, with similar thoughts. And it really wasn't until sort of I took part in in Rising Kings that, you know, I began to realize what it meant to leave a legacy. You know, so the the topic for today is, you know, leaving the proper legacy behind for your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, first question to you is, you know, when you hear the word legacy, what does that mean to you? Yeah. It's funny, man. Like you said there before, like I'm even watching my son as he talks about it all the time uh, in terms of money, you know, like mm. his fascination with it. Ten and a half year old, you know, talking about Lamborghinis, mansions, <laughs> just once, you know, blown away by the wealth of guys like Elon Musk. Um, 
Yeah. And and these guys were just like, man, so they can buy whatever they want and they can buy islands and they can, it's like, oh man, I can't, you know, I can't wait to have that much money. And I, uh, I'm like, oh, wh- why? What, what does that do for you? And trying to help, you know, he's 10 and a half, man. I don't want to pull away from the excitement that he gets when he thinks he's going to drive a Lamborghini. But <laughs> I'm like, where, where does this stem from? You know, like I don't operate like that around my children anymore. I, 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 I probably did early on in that when they were very young, like that, like similar to what you're saying there before, like I felt the legacy was all about how much money I was going to make, how much money I was going mm. to give to the, you know, my, my children, my family. But it was, it was a, it, like, if I'm completely honest with myself through this, now I'm not saying this is the same for everyone, but I, I did a lot of work around this where it was like justifying my work, my, you know, working 80, 100 hour weeks to generate money. And it's, and, you know, it kept, it's for the family, you know, it's for, it's for them. It's for the, right. But if I'm completely honest, man, it was just a selfish fucking pursuit. Like it wasn't mm. until I got real fucking up in my own grill around this and I said, is this really, are you really in this pursuit of this, you know, money at the highest order for your family? Because is that what they want? Is that what your fucking chosen one wants? Is that what your three-year-old son and one-and-a-half-year-old daughter want? Mm. And then when I really got up, up personal with it, the answer was no. It's like they're not even thinking fucking that. Mm. They, what are, so what, what am I telling myself when I'm saying, well, it's for the family? Like this is for the kids. You know, this is the legacy I'm leaving them. What, to leave them in a world of fucking they can have all the money they want but they're not happy they've fucking never had a father they never you know like they never got their father's love and attention and presence and all of a sudden it was like oh man like it was a pretty big epiphany it was scary because i'd been operating in a in a way for so long that all of a sudden i had to retract what i was thinking what i was doing and then you know to put it into context like you only have to look around like look look at a lot of the individuals who have been graced with if, if you call it grace or like if you call it good fortune, like I, I will just call it fortune at this, sa- at this stage. They were gifted all that money. Man, they're dealing with some serious fucking challenges in their life. You know That's what right. I mean? And all of a sudden it's, it's like, well, is, is it about the fucking money or what is deeper here? Like what is a legacy? And this quote came in front of me uh, a couple of years ago where it was like, it's, it's not what you leave behind that counts it's what you leave inside that counts and that for me transitioned the way i started thinking about a legacy i'm like what what am i what what am i leave what's the gift i'm leaving in my children not about me doesn't even whether they remember ben saw Keld or a father but these seeds of these gifts of seeds of thought the way that they process the world the way that they show up their behaviors their actions um hmm. to gift them that man because Let's be honest, like as you get older, responsibilities get bigger. Life gets extremely fucking challenging for men and women. My role as a father is is not to dictate and try and um, cotton wool them from the challenges of the world because that's, that's not real, but to, uh, I guess, mentor them, show them through action and my behaviors and how I show up in, in the face of adversity, challenges, etc., and that I believe is is the legacy I want to leave, or I'm leaving in my children. Is it's the, it's these little seeds of growth of the things that are left inside of them, the way that they 
are able to show up in the world to feel fulfilled, like all the things we desire, fulfillment, happiness, connection, love, right? all those pieces. Yeah, I saw somewhere last night when I was going through like these things where, you know, our children listen to us most intently by watching how we live. Mm. So like, therefore, like the legacy, you know, you leave behind is essentially like the way you live um, because, you know, right? Kids will, you know, do not do as you say, but do as you do, you know? So for me, like how does raising your standards and holding yourself accountable like help leave the right legacy behind for your kids. Mm. Well, man, you hit the nail on the head there, right? When it comes to our children, and this is, again, an, another big epiphany for me. Here I am, you know, and we preach to our children, oh, I just want you to be happy. You can do whatever you want, you know? Mm. I believe in you, da 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 da, da. And they sit there and, and, and they're looking up, looking up to us. And they're thinking, so why don't you operate like that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why don't That's you right. go and do whatever the fuck? Why, why don't you go and chase your dreams? <laughs> why aren't you loving yourself? Why aren't you happy? Ah, oh, why aren't you believing in yourself? And so when when I started to reflect on this, because I'm like, it doesn't matter what I say, because and I started to think about you know the way I was brought up, and I love I love my mother and father, but it was especially for my dad, like it was a very hey man, this is this is how you should behave and act and operate, and then. His life's different. <laughs> he yeah. does whatever he wants. He, well, he, he does does things differently to what he preaches, and and I think yeah. we we all catch ourselves out in that moment. And so it's once I become aware of this, then it was like, man, it doesn't matter what you fucking say to your kids. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter how you say it. What matters is how you live your life. That's what mm. they go. That's that's what they're picking up on. And so. I can say to my son, you know, like treat women with respect. Don't hit your sister. Don't yell at your sister. Don't raise your voice to your sister. But then if I'm in the background yelling at my wife, carrying on, you know, angry, etc., I'm giving him mixed messages. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is a big reflection point for a lot of people around this. And it's also too, it's like even down to the children, it's like if if I'm telling my child don't hit, but then I smack him, how does that work? If I tell my right. son, don't yell, don't yell back, like don't raise your voice, don't you yell back at me, but I'm yelling at him while I'm preaching that message, I'm like, what's the fuck? Like the, the, this guy's going to be confused as all fuck. Right. So it's like, so what's, so I needed to look into myself. What, what is it that I want to portray here? Okay. So this is, this is where that identity work comes into play. I needed to figure out what's, what's this identity i want to live by in order to lead my son and my daughter to understand for my son what it means to be a man and for my daughter you know, what what a man should be in in the world and how he responds reacts shows up his standards um and how he how he literally operates as a man and so all of a sudden everything i did like was looked at through that lens and so it was i Called, called my children out. Hey, man, if, if, if I'm telling you one thing, but I'm doing another, tell me. Because there's I, I'm unaware of it. And so I had to become aware of it. And so then when it comes to your question, like raising your standards and being accountability to leave the legacy, it's exactly that. Like anything you think or you desire for your children, that's the person you want to be. 
So when you're saying, mm-hmm. I want my kids to be happy, hey man, do the work on yourself first. You find fucking happiness so that you can show them how to find happiness. Hey, I want my kids to be able to believe in themselves that they can do anything that they fucking desire to do. Hey man, come back to you first. You start working out how to believe in yourself that you can do whatever it is that you desire to do. So then it becomes not a game of preaching, it becomes a game of showing up. And so standards are, are a high part of this, right? Like raising our standards in the way that we operate in our order day to day, because it's no longer about, I tell them to live this way, but I live this other way. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the one thing I catch myself and my eldest is three and, you know, growing up, I was so used to just swearing all the time. Mm. It was F this, F that. And when my youngest turned two or my oldest turned two, I would still sort of operate in that way. But then as, you know, the months rolled by and the weeks rolled by, I began to notice that she would pick up on certain things that I would say. And now I am some, you know, completely conscious of what I say, what I do around her, you know, instead of just telling her and preaching her, you know, go pick up your toys, it's come help daddy you know, be daddy's assistant or I'll be your assistant and let's do this together. Because now, you know, I've noticed that ever since I started doing that, she's so much, you know, easier that, hey, let's go clean up. And and she wants to take part Mm because now she believes it's a partnership. Oh, daddy's doing it with her. Um, And then her little sister sees it. And all of a sudden it's so much easier to, you know, versus go pick up your toys, go clean up, (laughs) you know. And speaking of it, because I've got two little girls. One of the things that that scared the shit out of me is, you know, I forgot who who said it, but it was like one of those things where, hey, you have to raise your standards in accountability because do you want your daughter when they get to that point to date somebody like who you were when you were in your 20s? So I'm thinking to myself, like, 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 shit, yeah, I really need to pick up my game and show them what a man or how a man is supposed to operate. Because I wouldn't want them to, to, you know, date a guy who was like me when I was in my 20s. Because that wasn't, that wasn't a cool mic. That wasn't, I mean, he was a joke. <laughs> Let's be straight out. Like, oh, man. You know, I was he, self-conceited 100%. and, <laughs> you know, didn't treat a lot of people well and things like that. So <laughs> certainly things that you learn when you pick up. And it's like I said, for me, it's one of the things that the guys in the brotherhood, you know, have, have really taught me. Just on that, man. Like that, that's a, for men who have daughters, like. This for me was was a huge, huge turning point when it was like, it was it was a mentor at the time that pointed out to me. So Ben, I just want you, and he, he took me into this state of thinking, just fast track, you know, your daughter's eight. I think she was six at the time when this happened. So she, she's in her late 20s, early 30s. Partnership, whether that's with a woman, man, doesn't matter. But she's she's a, she's allowing men into her life on whatever level. And they treat her the same way that you treat your chosen one, the way that you show mm-hmm. up. She allows men into her life with standards similar to the standards you carry around in your world, the way that you hold yourself in challenges, etc. Because in her world, that's okay because that's how daddy did it. And man, like, I got goosebumps thinking about this. Like, that for me was like, like a, a slap to the face. Because all of a sudden, I, I was like, wow, I'm operating good standards. And then I realized, like, there's no way, man. Like, if, if my daughter went down that path, I would want her with a guy who thinks, shows up, behaves the way I behave. Like Same thing I felt. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I got 
some work to do <laughs> and it's never ending. And yeah, that was a big turning point. So like there's listeners out there, like men who have daughters, like that, that, that can be a huge leverage turnaround point for a man to being like, okay, I got, I got to, I got to do some, some deep soul searching here. Right. And for me, like I said, I mean, I, I got some time cause my, my eldest is just going to be four later this year. But even then I was like, man, that's, that's not, you know, that, genuinely like scared the shit out of me when i heard that yeah because i'm like I, you know the kind of guy that i was and let, you know i'll be straight up i i was i was a you know i was a jerk <laughs> i think man and, i think we all and were to think, <laughs> <laughs> and to think that mm. like my i would want my daughter to be with the kind of guy i was in my 20s i'm like oh shit mm. <laughs> like man i need to fix on this you know work on myself asap <laughs> The benefit now is is you'll be able to spot that man quite quickly. Because I was good at like putting on the facade, you know. Whereas I'll be able to catch that guy who comes in. I'll be like digging deep. I'm like, hey man, I know you're faking it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like you, brother. <laughs> All right. So, like, what would be like some tips to the guy that's out there that's listening and somehow you know this is resonating with him he's got the kids and he's got the daughters and stuff like that like what would be some tips that you can give them so that they can go ahead and leave the right legacy behind for for their children i think the first thing is actually looking into this conversation we just had around do do you see the difference between a legacy that you think is about money and fucking house and all those sorts of things versus a legacy, which is more around like attributes and behaviors and planting seeds in, in your children so that when they grow, they can take on whatever challenges life has in store for them. And so I think that's the first thing is like you, you've actually got to start believing that that's, that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of tips, it's, it's everything, everything we preach and talk about, man, it comes back to you. Stop trying to think about, well, I want to change the way my wife operates for my children. I want to change the way the school operates for my kids. I want to change the way my teacher operates for my kids. I want to change the way and, and the, the network they hang out with. It's like, well, you can get to that, but there's one major piece that you can actually work on right now that's going to have a bigger impact than all of those combined. And that's yourself, to have a good look, hard look at yourself in terms of your standards, the way you see yourself, the way you think, the way you act, the way you operate, your behaviors, your choices, your thoughts, all these things that combine, that come down into a man's identity. And so it's mm. not, it's the, the, the tip really is like, I'd, I'd love to throw a million different things that you could do but it really just comes back to it's it's self-reflection like that is the tip like are you truly showing up as your best self and if you've got sons like let's say you've got boys is this the life you desire them to have Mm. like in not not just in terms of no i'm not talking external and money and all that the way you think the way you feel the way you operate the way you show up because if it's not then that's you've got to start thinking about, well, what do I desire for my son? And then on the flip side, if you've got daughters, is this the man you're happy for your daughter to be with if, if she decides to be with a man? And if it's not, then it's time to make change because mm. you've got to figure out what does that man look like? What does he think? How does he operate? So my tip is it's coming up against oneself to actually go, and this is, you know, I've been um, 
kind of toying with this notion of it's like identity by design. It's what's this identity, this person, like what, what, what would you desire for your children to have? So if you want them to have self-belief, self-acceptance, self-love, happiness, fulfillment, joy, you know, able to handle whatever challenges come their way through calm and, and um, you know, being able to, to take it on without breaking, then brother, that's for you to start showing how that's done. Mm. That's my tip, man. I know it's a bit of a long-winded one, but that's I I I, I don't think it's just a, a, as simple as going, hey, do, do these things. But it's it's first understanding what legacy means to you, and then it's it's around. It starts with you, right? And it's uh, you know, like, <clears throat> excuse me, but like I don't think you could really, you know, and this is my personal you know, point of view is I don't think you can go, yeah, you know, do step one, two, three, four. I think it's, it's pretty straightforward from, again, from my point of view. Mm. And it's, for me, it's, you raise your standards for yourself and for them, raise your accountability as well. And don't leave a legacy. That's just about stuff. Leave one. That's about how you lived. Yeah. Um, and if you could really do that, I think, you know, again, that that's the way I'm going to do it with my kids at least for the time being, that's that's what my goal is, is to show them how I lived and hopefully through the examples that I set that they can, you know, instill those, you know, the those kind of values in them so that that would be my legacy that I leave behind. Yeah. Because I, I, I think on that, man, like, I know we're coming close to time here, but th- think about the world we all live in right now. Like all the challenges, all the chaos, um, right? all the beauty that we have. But it's like, and then you think back to what, our parents dealt with when they went through their life and then we think back their parents you know like and you go back generation after generation the thing is i i feel a lot of us desire to not have our children suffer Mm -hmm. however what we can't control is whatever the fuck's coming it's only going to get more challenging like i look at the state of the world in terms of like technology and you know distraction and all these things and it's it's more challenging for my for my children to stay focused (laughs) over the next decade when they've got so much inflow of everything on demand like so it's it's what's what's my role here is it to try and stop them from seeing all this and pretending like fucking the world's going to be a better place and i believe it will but it's going to take these generations that are going to shift the world and that's my legacy is to them is to saying, Hey, I want to prep you and have you ready that regardless of whatever comes, what happens, yeah, you trust and believe in yourself and accept yourself at that highest level that you can take on whatever is thrown at you because I'm, I'm trusting I'm leading the path for them to show them that this is, this is the way, this is life. So I just wanted to throw that piece in there before we roll. <laughs> rap. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I think, you know, this is a, a great, great discussion and it's something that, you know, like I said, for me as as a, I would, you know, for, for a guy that's got two little ones, um, it's been something that has been an important factor um, in how I operate um, these past, you know, couple of years. And every day that I, I get a chance to talk to guys with kids and they always, you know, we sort of somehow end up sort of towards this topic of, you know, making sure that my kids are taken care of because a lot of guys will say, you know, I, my dad was there, but he really wasn't there. Um, so, you know, some of them will say, I, I didn't know how to operate as a dad, you know, because, mm. and I'm thinking to myself, like, that's the legacy that your father passed on to you. 
I know that was the legacy that my dad passed on to me um, because he was never around, right? He was the kind of dad that worked, you know, two full-time jobs to be able to to give us the stuff that we needed. Um, so, like, he wasn't there for the baseball games and the football games and things mm. like that. And I told myself once I had my kid um, that I was going to do everything the opposite way because I wanted to make sure that I spent those moments with them and to let them know that, hey, you know, family time is important. You guys are important to me. Um, and this is how, you know, a man should operate. Um, so I guess my, my final question to, to the guys that are listening out there is, you know, we spent our entire lives or we're going to spend our entire lives really building a legacy um, that you're going to hand off to your, you know, to the next generation. And really the question is, you know, are you going to be proud of, of what they do with it? Mm. You know, so Ben, That's solid, yeah, man. final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I think it's comes back to at the end of the day I've I've said this before your role as a father your duty as a father is is the highest order a man will ever serve it's mm-hmm. beyond a fucking managing director ceo founder of a business fucking making 10 million dollars even putting man on mars etc i like i respect all those that are chasing those dreams but there is nothing higher in terms of a man's higher order than being a father because you test it on all levels. It's not one of those things that you can just bypass. Well, you know, a lot of men do just throw it to the side. It's if you want to be a conscious father, this is the highest order. And you you want to honor it rather than just letting it go by unconsciously or it's too hard or I don't want to do it. It's like, what a, what a fucking honor. What an honor. You get to be a father. And now it's an opportunity to go into yourself, to go, what is this seed of legacy I want to plant into the generations that are coming to enhance their lives? That's my closing remark, man. It's a great way to end it. I'm Michael. That's Ben Solko. <laughs> Till next time. Stay strong. <laughs> Stay that strong. was a great way to end it. Man, Whew, fantastic. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know, raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also, too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong. Hey,